1: Welcome to a job opportunity episode of the MarTech Podcast. Today we're going to hear from a well-respected marketer about their quest to hire top-tier marketing talent to help build their business and organization. Joining us today is my main point of contact for one of the MarTech Podcast's favorite marketing channels. Kevin Curry is the newly minted Chief Revenue Officer at Inside, which is a collection of topical short-form newsletters that pack the trends, news, and links you need to stay informed ahead of the curve for a variety of interesting topics, including some of the ones that I listen to, the inside marketing, the inside daily brief, and the inside technology newsletters. And today, Kevin is going to tell us about the inside product, organization, and about his quest to find a growth marketer. Okay, here's my interview with Chief Revenue Officer at Inside, Kevin Curry. Kevin, welcome to the MarTech Podcast.
2: Hey, Ben. Thanks for having me. appreciate it. Looking
1: forward to it. I'm excited to have you on the show. I'm going to preface this as a first for us for a couple of different reasons. Number one, it's the first job opportunity episode that we're doing. We're trying to help marketers land on their feet in this time of international crisis. So I appreciate you coming on the show. It's also the first time that I've worked from home since having my second son. So if you hear crying in the background, folks... This is just life these days. Kevin, how, how are you handling the uh, coronavirus and the outbreak? And is life and business going okay for you, first and foremost?
2: Yeah, I mean, we're fortunate. My wife and I work from home already. So the transition for us was seamless uh, From that perspective. Personally, I think we've all had anxiety and tried to grasp and put our heads around what's, what's going on with this coronavirus thing. So it's sort of been scary for all of us. My father is an at-risk person. It's like just some things that you just worry about when this disease is like highly respiratory. And so it's scary, but at the same time, we're just just getting through it and taking each day by each day.
1: It's tough to stay sane these days, but fortunately for you, you've landed on your feet. Uh, You and I worked together when you were the head of ad sales at Inside. I'm not sure exactly what your position was, but you left and then you came back and now you're the chief revenue officer Let's talk a little bit about what Insight is first and then what's it like to have the keys to the kingdom?
2: Yeah, it's been a great transition coming back. I started Inside a couple of years ago as the first sales hire, and it's been a great ride and a great journey. Inside is a B2B newsletter publication. Uh, we publish a bunch of newsletters covering, like you mentioned, mostly tech and business topics, everything from inside artificial intelligence to XR to transportation and the automotive industry and a bunch of other topics that we covered. And we started two and a half years ago with zero subscribers and have grown organically to about 550,000 subscribers and 1.2 million subscriptions, focusing on just email newsletters, which we think is the best way to communicate and build relationships with the business leaders in the world.
1: So I think one of the most notable part about the inside newsletter collections is who and where it started. It's a product that is founded by Jason Calacanis, a well-known venture capitalist. You work directly with Jason. Talk to me about his rationale for starting Inside. I know that you guys started off with a couple of tests. There was some sort of a tech news briefing, which is now part of Inside. And there was also an app as well. Why did you land on newsletters?
2: Adoption mostly and less friction. So Inside was previously Mahalo. Which was sort of the same thing, like a vertical topical content publication, but most lived on like YouTube and the internet. And when Google and YouTube changed algorithms, that business mostly suffered because of that. So Mahalo transitioned into Inside, which initially was like this news app that was curated content that gave you the business news like within two to three minutes, like a quick digestible format of content. And then it was just hard with an app to get growth. You had to download it. There's just a lot of friction with apps, right? For news anyway. So email was sort of turning the right direction in terms of it still being a very interesting channel. regardless of Like all the great tools that have come out to replace email. It's the biggest social media platform in the world, right? Everyone's on it. So we just think email is the best way to build a relationship with our readership and have direct engagement with our readership. And it's unique. It's personal. And so we think newsletters are the way to approach this. But who knows, in the future, we could entertain doing an app again. We are doing podcasts now. So we're spinning up podcasts from our newsletter. So we're exploring new mediums. But yeah, we're a big fan of email, obviously.
1: Exciting times. We have to connect and talk about what you're doing in the podcast landscape. That said, your business model is one that's really interesting to me from a marketing perspective. And for those people that aren't actively looking for a job, you know, we're going to talk about who Kevin is trying to hire But let's talk a little bit about the business model and some of the value that you provide to the people that actually pay for your service. How do you guys make money?
2: So we make money two ways. The majority of our revenue, 90% of it comes from direct ad sales. And that's been the core of our revenue since day one. Recently, we have shifted our model to a subscription model for our newsletters. So right now, we have a free version of our newsletters, which is the Daily Brief, which summarizes the most important news in the world that's happening today. And then we're launching Inside Business in a couple of weeks, and that'll be free. But our niche topics like Inside AI and Inside Streaming, we dive deep into those and spend a lot of resources and energy on curating the most important news in these different verticals and industries. And people were telling us that they would pay for this service. So we decided to move to subscriptions. And so we're charging $10 a month for one newsletter and 25 bucks a month to unlock all of our premium newsletters.
1: There goes $25 a month, Kevin. I'm a subscriber to like five of your newsletters. I get a lot of value out of them. And I know that this isn't supposed to be a puff piece about Inside, but I do honestly read the Inside Marketing, the Daily Brief. Can't remember. There's like five of them that I get. So sign me up.
2: Awesome. I'm glad you like it.
1: Yeah, no, I'm a huge fan of the product. And it's one of the reasons why with the MarTech podcast, we decided to advertise on the marketing newsletter. Talk to me a little bit about how you collect data and what people are buying from you with your direct ad sales. I think that's going to have a lot of value for people that are interested in inside as a marketing channel.
2: Yeah, that's a good question. From a data perspective, we do a couple of things that probably most marketers do. In terms of trying to understand who your audience is. So we use a tool called ClearBit to enrich data. We also do a lot of surveys with our readers to find out where they work, what they do, industries that they're in. So having that one one-on-one direct communication with them through our surveys and emails is helpful. And what we've done, which I don't think any other newsletter company is doing this from my knowledge, I could be wrong. If you have something like this internally, like reach out and let me know, I'm curious. But we have an in-house ad server that we've built that you can dynamically target audiences based on job function and industry versus just a typical newsletter sponsorship fashion, you would buy a whole list, right? And so for you and your campaign, you don't want to go after marketers, we have that ability to do so. So we can target developers, marketers, sales folks, product folks, designers, which is unique for a newsletter media company from an advertising perspective.
1: Yeah, And the reason that you got me as an advertiser was not only the ability to target, to know on a job title level who I was reaching out to. Obviously, the MarTech podcast is going to focus on marketers and technologists, but it wasn't just that I was sponsoring the marketing podcast. I could be sponsoring Inside Wine when it's a marketer that's viewing that newsletter. And so in the same way that display advertising or programmatic advertising works, you're able to essentially chase the people that you want to have a certain impression level around no matter what topic that they're focusing on. You don't just have to sponsor the specific topic of newsletter that you're interested in, and you can get pretty granular with the inside segmentation. That said, you're now starting to think about expanding the team. You came back as the chief revenue officer. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. Talk to me about the organization, your role, and the team that you're building.
2: Yeah, so the organization as a whole, we have 12 full-time folks now, and that makes up our entire organization from sales to operations to full-time writers, myself. So it's a small team. Yeah, small team with a lot of output. We run lean, which I think you have to in media. So what we're looking to expand on from our organization standpoint and team is a few more writers, of course, but more importantly, a marketer, and then someone to lead our team from an editorial perspective, a managing editor. But yeah, those are things that we're focused on in terms of people.
1: So it's a lean organization. You'd say that you're in the media space. You have some ad sales components. You obviously have people that are doing the editorial. You're on the revenue side. Apparently, that is part of marketing as well. Talk to me about your role and your ownership of that part of the organization.
2: Yeah, as a CRO, responsible for all aspects of our revenue streams. And that includes our ads in the newsletters, podcasts, and subscriptions so as a team of one, I have a lot of responsibilities in trying to tackle those channels. But yeah, those are my core responsibilities. I'm growing those. And that's the core focus. Obviously, there's some tactical stuff that I do on a day-to-day basis. But the core responsibility is growth in all three of those different buckets of our business.
1: So the three buckets you said were ad sales. What were the other two?
2: Podcast revenue and subscription revenue from the newsletters.
1: Okay. So you're starting to think about hiring for a marketer, right? You're responsible for revenue generation and a big part of being able to generate revenue. You have these systems in place in terms of your ad server and your ability to mine the email address and connect it to the right bucket, right? How you can actually serve your ads. Talk to me about what you've done from a marketing perspective, what you're trying to do and who you're looking for.
2: That's the thing is, from a marketing perspective, we've done nothing. All of have growth with has been organic through shares in the newsletter. And this is why this is our biggest need and biggest hire. To be frank, the marketer that we're looking for sort of has to wear a lot of hats. So everything from a brand marketer to a product marketer to a growth marketer to an email newsletter marketer, we need a lot of skill sets and someone that has a diverse tool set. Reason being is we've made a lot of decisions, mostly on editorial and ad revenue. And those decisions have led us to some months where we're profitable and some months where we're almost break-even or our burn rate is manageable. But we've never had the chance to like really build a brand and build a flywheel for growth outside of just what we're doing with our content growth strategy, which is like, just create great content and it will grow. But it's time to put some fuel behind what we're building and start to build a more cohesive brand from our... So
1: as you think about the efforts that you've done so far, the reason why hiring a marketer you've sort of been tackling this yourself or it's just been happening is that you have built in virality through the product. And I think that you know, you're know you sort of saying, hey, we didn't really do anything for marketing. You did. You have some product marketing that's already built in. And honestly, that's one of the best tools as a marketer that you can have. Like why was Uber so successful? People were sharing the app, right? They were inviting other people to join them in their Ubers or sending their locations, right? Building in that virality is an incredibly powerful tool for a marketer. You mentioned that building a brand and focusing on some other performance marketing channels is also something that you're interested. When you think about the skill set that somebody needs or some of the required experience, go into a little bit more detail about who is it that you're really looking for.
2: It's more about, I'm not really concerned about their skill set. To me, it's about culture fit, entrepreneur like attitude, willing to learn. Like, I'm not looking for someone who has five to 10 years experience that wants a big salary. I'm looking for someone that's maybe a junior marketer with two to three years experience, but knows social, knows paid, knows retention marketing, knows brand marketing, get their hands on a lot of different things. So, I don't really, I haven't carved out really a specific needs assessment on a marketer in terms of like having this one profound skill set. I feel like this person has to be willing to take on things that they're uncomfortable with. Like, if you live in email land, like, this isn't going to be a great fit. Like, you need to live and have been in an environment where you're testing a variety of things, just not on acquisition and growth, but also focusing on brand and building a voice and tone and brand with our overall product goals. Like, so there's just a lot of things that we need help with that we haven't been able to wrap our arms around that we've just sort of organically ended up with when we launched inside. From a marketing and brand perspective, yes, you mentioned we had some virality and that was, I think, in your eyes, successful for me being on the inside for so long feels unsuccessful, right? Like when you're too close to it, being competitive and wanting to grow faster, like it's never good enough. But we have gone through like zero transitions from a brand perspective to take us to the next level to be a premier media brand, in my opinion, right? So being transparent with your listeners here on what kind of marketer do we need? We need someone that, like I said earlier, two to three years experience that is willing to like fail, try new things, is collaborative, is a good communicator, likes to get their hands dirty. I don't care if you got 10 years experience and you're an expert. It doesn't matter to me. All those other things are way more important in terms of what we wanted inside. So what
1: I'm hearing from you is that this is very much an entrepreneurially focused organization. You run very lean. You haven't done a lot of marketing, so there's a lot of meat on the bone in terms of What has to be figured out? What is the brand identity? What are the growth channels? How are you going to do retention, right? What's the balance of organic versus paid? Lots of decisions to be made, but also a lot of operational tasks that need to be executed as well. This very much sounds like the traditional first marketing hire at a startup role. When you think about those roles and you think about, you mentioned a couple of years of experience, somebody that has a diverse skill set, isn't necessarily an email marketing expert, but probably somebody that has an understanding of the landscape. Do you have a sense of comp that you're looking for? You know, What's some of the benefits, some of the reasons why somebody should be excited about working it inside for the people that are sitting at home saying, I'm listening to this podcast and this role sounds really interesting to me. What is in it for the person that you're trying to hire?
2: I think for us it's important to be transparent on how we operate when hiring and talking to people about what we expect. But salary-wise, like seventy-five to ninety-five K. It's a remote position, work from home and your typical like health benefits and so forth. This is a chance for a marketer that truly wants a test. To put their name on something they've done that they can show it in their next role or next position. You can quantitatively say, like, Insight's been here organically. And if you want to look back and say, hey, I've done this with Insight, you're gonna have that opportunity as the sole marketer working in collaboration with our leadership team. And then it's a startup. So it's a small team. Like, everything that you say, you can test and try it for the most part. So, like, implementing things quickly, having your chances to, like, put your own sweat and tears on something that you're gonna see success from over time. And then, Working for Jason Calacanis, like the world-known in angel investor, is a pretty cool opportunity. He's incredibly brilliant. He's smart, engaged with Inside, and I've learned a lot from him. And so having access to Jason and learning from one of the greatest angel investors in the world is a pretty good opportunity. We're backed by Sequoia. They're one of our lead investors. So We've got some powerful investors behind us.
1: Isn't Elon Musk one of your investors too?
2: Yeah. Fun fact, Mahalo, which is what Insight spun up into, was backed by Elon and Mark Cuban. So it's just interesting history there. So for a marketer or anyone that we bring on, it's a great opportunity to basically take something, I wouldn't say from zero, like we've built a really good organization so far and a great product. I just know we can be so much more. And if you want to be a part of that, next for Insight, Inside 2.0, 3.0, whatever you want to call it, into building a brand that resonates with people and really grow a small niche media company to a much larger media company with a footprint in the B2B news space
1: here's my take. Everyone who listens to this podcast, first off, Inside's a great marketing channel and Kevin and I have worked together for a little time so I could talk about the value of not only the product from the consumer, but also from the commercial perspective. Kevin's a good dude. We've worked together for a long time and he's always shot straight with me. If you are a young marketer, somebody who wants to get their hands dirty. Here's an opportunity to work at a very high profile company, make some great connections, have the opportunity to work remotely, but also work on something that's growing and has a real future. I think that this is a great opportunity. So Kevin, before I let you go, if there's anything else you want to say, now is the time. Also, how can people get in touch with you if they're interested in talking to you about the role?
2: Just shoot me an email, kevin@inside.com. And let me know that you're in the marketing position and I'll make sure to hit reply and get back to you and we can
1: chat. Awesome. So that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks to Kevin Curry, Chief Revenue Officer at Inside for joining us for this somewhat experimental episode of the MarTech Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about Kevin, you can click on the link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can send him a tweet. His handle is kcurryl2g, which is K-C-U-R-R-Y-L, the number two, the letter G. Or you could visit his company's website, which is inside.com. Just one more link in our show notes that I want to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com. We have episode summaries, contact information for all of our guests. You could subscribe to our once a week newsletter. You can even send us your topic suggestions or your marketing questions, which we'll answer live on our show. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is MartechPod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, or you can contact me directly. My handle is Ben J. Schapp, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P.